When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Town, Pickle Park, a new beginning. Let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby said she wanna go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, they. And good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 199 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I am your host, Ben Fadden, coming to you after some big news dropped this morning from Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. Juan Soto, he might get traded. He uh, rejected a $440 million contract extension from the Washington Nationals recently. And it looks like GM Mike Rizzo of the Nationals is going to be making him available via trade and just seeing what the options are because it feels like the Nationals are offering Juan Soto the best that they can. $440 million is a higher contract than Mike Trout got. You know, that $425.5 million or $426.5 million that he got from the Angels. It's a lot higher than anyone else. Uh, the AAV is like less than $30 million, I think. So that's probably where Juan Soto's mad. And he is a Scott Boris client. And we know that Scott Boris clients, you know, test free agency. Most guys do. Um, and so it feels like the Nationals are going to try to trade this guy maybe before the deadline if they can get a really good offer because Juan Soto has three pennant races left on his contract this year, next year, and then 2024. So this is a big opportunity, obviously, not just for the Padres, but for other contenders as well. The Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, the Yankees, any team that can afford this guy in a trade to go get this guy. And then those big market teams, if they want to give him $500 million, which is what it feels like it's going to take to have Juan Soto stay with that team and not go test free agency, if they can do that, then those teams will try to go make that trade and give up whatever they can. And so obviously on Padres Twitter, when this news came out, Everyone, you know, quote tweeted it and had the picture of A.J. Preller and all that because they know that A.J. has a lot of prospects. He loves making these big moves or at least trying to make these big moves. We saw before the season, we saw Jose Ramirez was floated about and the Padres were mad that they couldn't get him and Ramirez signed an extension with Cleveland. Uh, there's been a lot of other players that Preller's been in. I know this was free agency, but he, he flew to Vegas and met with Bryce Harper before bringing in Manny, right? Uh, obviously, he made the Clevenger blockbuster in 2020. Uh, the NOLA deal, yeah, it hasn't worked out great, but he still made that deal. It was a lot of parts involved, you know. Um, and in 2015, he made those blockbuster moves that we thought at the time, right, where he acquired Matt Kemp and Craig Kimbrell and uh, Upton, the Upton brothers, right? A lot of guys, Derek Norris, Will Middlebrooks, a lot of guys. Uh, and so he's not afraid to make moves. It's just a matter of can he make the right moves. And with Juan Soto, I mean, yeah, give up the farm for Juan Soto. This guy is being compared to Ted Williams, or he has in the past. He's one of the best players in baseball, one of the best hitters in baseball. 
And you, if, if you have a trio of Juan Soto, Manny Machado, and Fernando Tatis Jr., that's the best trio in baseball. I'm sorry, it just is. Uh, and then you add that to Jake Cronenworth, who was named an all-star today. By the way, I want to spend a couple minutes on him before we get more into this Juan Soto stuff, because Jake Cronenworth is my favorite Padre. I know I have the Musgrove thing behind me. He's probably my second favorite Padre. Um, but yeah, Crony, he deserves, he was repl he's replacing uh, Jazz Chisholm on the National League All-Star roster. Uh, and as of Saturday morning, I just looked this up on Fangraphs. He's ranked second in Fangraphs war among second basemen. First in runs batted in, first in home runs, and first in RBI, er, in, excuse me, first in runs scored. So this guy deserves it. I said it like nine days ago in a video that I posted on this YouTube channel about uh, why Jake Cronenworth should deserve some all-star consideration. I've discussed on the wrap-up show filling in for Jim Russell. I believe that was when I was with John Schaefer the other night talking about how valuable Jake Cronenworth is to this team. And so anyone that wants to be, you know, mad, and there were some people on Twitter saying Jake Cronenworth lists because uh, they were just mad that their guy didn't get named, or there were some people in the comments was like, so where's Ty France? It's like, dummies. You guys are dummies. He's in the American League. They're not putting an American League guy on the National League team. You know, it, Jazz Chisholm's a second baseman, so they're going to replace a second baseman with a second baseman. So I'm very, very happy for Crony. I wanted to spend at least a few minutes, a couple minutes on that. But getting right back to the Juan Soto news. Um, so the $440 million deal. I'm not saying that the San Diego Padres would give Juan Soto that amount of money because at the end of the day, when we're talking about a trade, that's not what we should be focused on. What we should be focused on as fans is the Padres would be getting Juan Soto, one of the best players in baseball, for three pennant races. Not one, not two, three pennant races. So that is huge. And so you give up a lot of guys to go get Juan Soto because you now you can plug him into right field and you could have an outfield if you got him this year. Uh, Will Myers comes back, he'd be off the bench, and you have an outfield of maybe Mazar and Profar splitting time, and then you have Estier Ruiz in center field. Why did I not say Trent Grisham? Because he's going to be in, he's included in this potential trade that I have laid out. So I already talked about three pennant races that Juan Soto is in. Uh, that would be included if he were traded to the Padres or any other team. And for the Padres right now, right, they are in win-now mode. They're not in rebuilding mode. I know they... Went, they were in this tough, you know, 18 game stretch where they went five and 13. I understand that. They got the win last night uh, on City Connect night. They're undefeated in those uniforms. They're here to win. This is an amazing manager that Preller brought in. This is one of the best rotations in baseball. You got one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. You got one of the best closers in baseball. I know not as of late, but he, he looked pretty good yesterday uh, in Taylor Rogers. You got Tatis coming back. You have the National League MVP so far, I think, this year on your team. You got another all-star at second base. You got Estier Ruiz that you called up. Like, you're making all these moves. You made all these moves in the offseason. You don't do that if you're not all in. And I know that the luxury tax, right, this is going to be an issue because the Potters are like a million and a half or a million dollars away from that $230 million luxury tax number. But A.J. Preller... I know that he doesn't want to go over that, right? Because that means that he loses some draft picks. But at the same time, it's not like he'd be going over for Daniel Hudson like he did last year or Jake Marisnik, which was absolute stupidity on his part, right? This is not that. This is Juan Soto. If you're going to go over it for Juan Soto, Juan Soto's making, I believe, $17.1 million this year. So if you prorate that, it's probably like $8 million the rest of this year. 
if you're adding on that salary, you're going over by like $7 million, right? And you're bringing in one of the best hitters in baseball. If you're going to go over for a guy like Juan Soto, you go all in. And what I mean by all in, who cares how much you go over that luxury tax number? You're already going to have to pay for the draft picks. You just acquired Juan freaking Soto. You go all in. You go get as many pitchers as you want, as many bats as you want. And if they go get Juan Soto, I think Padre fans would have to be happy if that's the only you know offensive move that this team made, if we're being honest. And you just hope that Fernando can come back and be healthy because it's Juan Soto. Like, that's the biggest bat you could get. And he's going to be the biggest guy on the trade market, obviously. Anyone, or I don't know if the Nationals are going to trade him, but he's obviously going to be hanging out there as a name. And the big question is, what will the Padres have to give up for Juan Soto? Uh, there's people on Twitter that are saying, I'd give up the farm, I'd give up everything. Well, I know that there's some fans out there that are probably like, what is everything? What does that mean? Well, I'll show a hypothetical trade here and go through a hypothetical trade that I plugged into baseballtradevalues.com. I believe that's the website. I love that, their trade simulator. And so I know that front offices don't use this probably uh, as their you know, way to get deals done and their planning system and like, oh, baseball trade values has the, uh, both values of this trade, both teams' values about the same. Let's go call this GM and say, let's offer this because this baseball trade value site said it would work. That's probably not how GMs, you know, go about their business in potential trades. But that's all I have. That's all that us fans have. This is the best resource that we have. And it's fun to just do that and plug in trades. So I plug this in to baseballtradevalues.com. I'm not going to share my screen because it's probably going to be a little blurry if I do. So I'll just go through it. All right. So I have the Padres getting Juan Soto. Uh, and he is worth, according to this, $193.7 million. I think that's what it means. And then I also have them getting Patrick Corbin, who's worth negative $54.6 million. So the total trade value for both of those guys that the Padres would be getting is 139.10. The national side of things, I have the Padres trading C.J. Abrams worth 52.1 mil, Grisham worth 32.1. Robert Hassel III worth 38.7, and Jackson Merrill, who's a prospect shortstop, worth 16.6 to the Nationals. Getting four guys, Padres getting two guys, and then the Nationals, that total value they'd be getting back for Juan Soto and Patrick Corbin is 139.50. And I think it would probably take a little bit more, but again, I'm just going off of this site, and this is the best that we as, as fans can really do. Um, and so... Why I would be comfortable giving this up, one, it's for Juan Soto. The Potters are going all in right now. You have Peter Seiler, a general manager who's been willing to spend. It's their highest pay, the highest payroll that they've had in club history right now. You're willing to go all in. You're saying that this is the window to win? Then do this. You got to go do this. Uh, C.J. Abrams, would I want to give him up? No, I love C.J. Abrams. But his main position is shortstop. Fernando's going to be there for the next 13 years or whatever it is, right? So he's blocked there. Jake Cronenworth, he has, what, three more years of control after this? He's the second baseman. Eric Hosmer, yeah, I don't want him to play first base, but the reality, and, you know, you have Hassan Kim who can play second if you want Crony to slide over to first as well. That's 
uh, a possible solution. Um, do I want Hosmer to be the everyday first baseman? No. We see that he's being pulled in the ninth inning of games that the Potters are winning as of late. Three straight victories in a row where he's been pulled because he's not great defensively, and it's the victory formation, the four shortstop formation that Bob Melvin calls it, the victory formation that Eric Hosmer calls it. At least he realizes that he's not the best defensive option. Um, but, you know, going back to C.J. Abrams, like, he, he's going to be blocked at short. Yeah, he can play second base. But who is the bigger impact bat? That's what the Padres need now and the next couple years, right? Who is that? It's Juan Soto over C.J. Abrams, if we're comparing those two, right? And then Trent Grisham, I'd give him up. He has, I think, three years of control as well after this year. Uh, and he's making less than a million dollars, so the Nationals would obviously be saving a lot of money. Nationals are complete garbage this year. They're like the worst team in baseball. So they want to save money. There you go. Have Trent Grisham. Three more years of control. And the Padres have Estieri Ruiz right now in center field. Are the Nationals going to ask for that in a trade? Probably. But again, I'm just going off of this baseball trade value. And it has the Nationals getting 139.50 back. Padres getting 139.10. That's pretty close. That's the best you're probably going to get uh, on this site. And Grisham, three years of control. You have Ruiz that can play center field. I think that's a win for the Padres. If you have a Soto, you can move Myers over to center field if you want. Bob Melvin told the media yesterday that that might be a possible uh, outfield alignment that they have Myers in center. He played in center in that rehab game the other day. Uh, and then Robert Hass the third. He's playing in the Futures game later today. He's batting second um, in front of Francisco Alvarez, that really good catcher prospect for the Mets. Do I want to give up Robert Hass the third? No. But guess what? You got to look at it the positive side. You get Juan Soto for three pennant races, and you don't have to give up James Wood in this trade. Are the Nationals going to ask for that? I'm sure. But I'm just going, you know, Robert Aston III is probably a better overall player than James Wood, I, I think, right now. And having in the Futures game, obviously, having him showcase uh, right there against the best prospects, that is good for the Padres, right? Uh, and so, yeah, that would suck to give up Robert Aston III, but I keep going back to, the message that I I'm, think I'm getting from Peter Seidler is that he wants to win right now. He's trying to win right now. How are you trying to win right now? Or how can you get better to try to win right now? It's by getting Juan Soto, one of the best players in this league right now. You know, a, a top five player in this game. Um, Robert Asset third, yeah, he'd be a great piece in the future. He might come up next year. But he's definitely not the power threat, obviously, that Juan Soto is. There's a handful of guys that are in this league. That's how great Juan Soto is. So I'd give up Hassel if I had to. I'd give up Abrams, Grisham, and then Jackson Merrill, the, thir or the third, I believe that. No, J just Jackson Merrill. Uh, shortstop, I think he's with Lake Elsinore right now. Um, I'd give him up, too. I mean, he he's blocked by Tatis. And, if yeah, yeah, Tatis is, you know, the injury question, that that's a worthy question. But you have Hassan Kim for the next, what, two years after this year? So there's that. Um, you have other guys in the system that can play middle infield. Uh, I believe, was Estieri Ruiz an uh, infielder at one point? He might have been. Uh, but even then, you could still have him in center field. And there's other middle infielders that become free agents. There's infielders that you can get in the draft. Preller loves drafting guys that are up the middle. So I'm sure that there are other options in this minor league system that 
would be able to fill in. Uh, I'm talking years down the road. You know, if Soto's gone and they need infielders because Tatis gets hurt, there's guys that can fill in. Uh, I'm trying to look up the Padres farm system ranking right now to see any guys that are. Eggy Rosario is a prospect. Um, Victor Acosta, young 18 year old, he could come in uh, maybe in a few years, right? Uh, Corey Howell can play short and third. Max Ferguson, he's, uh, I think, teammates with Merrill right now. He can play second base. Jake Cronenworth, they have him for three year, more years, I believe, after this year. He can play shortstop, as we've seen, right? And you could put Eggy Rosario at second base. I'm talking that's like immediate. If you trade Abrams, you, you, know, you don't have Jackson Merrill you know, years down the road, I feel like the Padres can still get away with it, right? And so I, I really like this trade for the Padres uh, because they're getting Juan Soto. You know, Patrick Corbin... What is he making? Uh, I think he's making like $20 million this year or something. And the Padres would have him for the next like three or four years. I'm not saying that Corbin is going to be this great guy. Uh, the uh, Excuse me, the Nationals totally overpaid for him. They won a World Series. Um, so it's still successful for them. Two more years of control after this year. He'd be making $24 million next year and $35 million the year after that. Yikes. That's a lot. A lot of money. But... With the Padres, you would think that Blake Snell would be coming off the books if they trade him. Um, I'm not saying now, but or if they don't trade him, you'll just have the money coming off the books after the end of next year. Same with Darvish if you don't want to bring him back, right? Uh, that's still a long way down the road. Patrick Court, you'd be eating the money. It would be like Eric Hosmer. You're eating the money, and you're hoping that he can give you something in that rotation. For Hosmer's case, you're hoping that he can give you something at first base, right? So that's what I would do. Let me know in the comments or at Talking Friars on social media uh, if you would do this trade. Again, the Potters would be getting Patrick Corbin and Juan Soto. Nationals would be getting C.J. Abrams, Trent Grisham, Robert Hassel III, and Jackson Merrill. The trade values, the total value, 139.50 for the Nationals. For the Padres, what they would be receiving, 139.10. Padres are trying to win right now. Nationals, not really. You give the Nationals prospects. You give them guys that can still help the team right now on cheap contracts. The Padres, they would get one of the best players in baseball, put them in that middle of the lineup with Manny and Tatis and Crony. Sign me up for that. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheesesteaks and Garlic Fries located inside Petco Park during the Padres season. You can visit gaglionbros.com to view their entire menu, the phone numbers, the addresses uh, for their two locations outside Petco. Mission Gorge and Point Loma are those two locations. Uh, so they are the sponsor of this episode. I'll be back for the pregame show later today. So that's the big news today. Juan Soto potentially going to get traded. Who knows if it's before this year's trade deadline or at some point before his contract ends. We'll see. Uh, but that's the episode. All right. Go Potters, everyone. I'll talk to you later. See ya.